hello everybody and welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast where we, I raise giant hairy rats, I guess. Yeah. This is what dog sounds like. Very, very good. Hey, it's a special needs it, dog. It is a special dog. It is a special needs dog. Jojo is a special yeah. needs dog. Yeah. Captain it, Bork Bork. It, it seems like, you know, the, the perfect disguise for someone trying to fit in who doesn't quite understand what dogs sound like. So you're saying JoJo's an yeah, Well, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can truly see that. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I, she's I, the smallest one, and she's got the most attitude. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious and the funniest part in the world. Oh, so, oh I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I don't know if I even did the intro. This is the Edge of the Headlights. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me tonight is Marty, and we're harassing my dog. We, we are. We sidetracked immediately. <laughs> It's going to be a good night. Doing a little Edwards 50 hands. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) something. Good Lord. I am not, but someone is. You're no fun. (laughs) You're just mad I look like a 12-year-old boy. It is a little unnerving. (laughs) I had to. It's been so hot here lately, folks. I had to shave my, what I call my fluffy goatee off. Right, right. And I should. But like I like I said, it's my laziness wins out, and I'm like, Ugh, man, that's like five minutes of trimming that off. I can wait; it's not that bad. Yeah, my <laughs> wife has not seen this yeah. yet because she is not in the house right now, and she's right. actually out of town. So I may get an earful <laughs> when she gets back. But I'm like, it's so damn hot. But it's not as bad as what's in Kentucky and all the flooding they got there, oh, man. and California that's burning, yeah, Texas. Right. But it's hot for me. Yeah, it's, it's fucking humid as shit. Yeah, the problem. It's awful, unpleasant. Oh my god. Well, we can all you know what we can blame it on. Come on, say it. I, I made solar flares again. Actually, they, I, they yeah, are. yeah. There's another one coming. That's like a, coming a common day occurrence in the uh, news yeah. nowadays. Is solar flare this, solar flare that. So for folks, they're trying to do predictive programming. We're going to get SOL, and all of a sudden going to be like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not, I can hear it from anybody anymore. But yeah, no. I, I recently saw it. I just yesterday they had another announcement. Like, oh, yeah, they had two It's not an M class really now. They weird. bumped it up to a G yeah. class, yeah, which is a little bit worse. It's like, oh, the activity's been really weird lately with the sun. And there's going to be a lot more coming. So, um, yeah, it's hitting a, it's an 11 fun. year solar cycle. Yeah. Like in 2025, if we last that long. <laughs> right, right, right. That's, oh, excuse me. That's Ooh. when it goes over. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. But what I was talking about, what's causing all the problems is did you know the Earth is spinning faster than usual? And it's baffled scientists. Really? Did you hear about that? No. Oh, I found this article. Oh, my God. The planet is currently going through some of the worst natural catastrophes in history. I'm reading the article. Well, they might not be natural considering the climate change brought on by humans, blah, blah, is causing many more disasters to happen. Now, new studies are finding that on top of the record temperature changes, Earth seems to be spinning far more rapidly than it ever has. This speed up rotation has been clocked at one point. Five nine milliseconds, hmm. less than the normal twenty-four hour period we measured in our lives. And although the one point five nine milliseconds does that sound like a lot, this trend could cause even more issues with technology around the world if it continues. Science seemed baffled on why the Earth is spinning much faster than it has half a century ago. I got an answer to that. The most recent data was collected on July 29th when the 1.59 milliseconds change was recorded. Again, this may not seem like much difference. But the rotations can increase over time, making scientists take a second away from our atomic clocks. Atomic clocks are how we developed the second, which turned into measurements of time. Basically, CERN, when CERN turned on, it did it. Sorry. 
Right, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it's one of those... But it really messes with the computer systems oh, and that. Yeah. Because eventually if we get that gain, it's going to throw all the computers off. And all of a sudden, oh, I can't get my bank account today. Right. And I think it's going to correlate with the Sun Flare. So that's a correction. No. Oh. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I don't know. I, I think whenever uh, scientists put things out where they're like, oh, we're baffled, it's the equivalent of like like local police being like, hey, we got this. Uh, we, we need some help finding this because we don't know shit. Um, we're going to throw this to the public and see if anyone has any ideas. And I just kind of go, um, shouldn't you be the experts? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just saying. Even in South Dakota, the people are getting nuts here. Holy cow. Like yeah. in Sioux Falls? Yeah, the guy... Yesterday, I tried to drive through the gas station pumps. Oh, yeah. I crashed into the building, caused an explosion. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he must have watched a really good action movie and thought, right. this is a good idea. Or played a lot of video games. Yeah, what I can do. Yeah. No, you know, you go, technically, yeah, you can. Um, but it's not going to end well. Then there was that guy who shot off like 20 some shots at random people in cars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, was... the world's going nuts. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of... Just they just lost shit, it. Man. After July 5th, everybody's just gone batshit crazy. I still blame Cern for that. All right. It Quiet, just keeps Dad. going. You know what else is crazy? Uh-oh. Orcas. Orca whales are crazy. Oh, yeah, no, they're awful. Yeah. Did you hear about... There's a boat that was attacked off the coast of Portugal, and this group of orcas sank the sailing ship. Holy shit. Yeah. Basically, this group of workers sank a sailing ship, and there's five crew members. They all survived. They got in a raft, right. and they got rescued. But they're like, yeah, orcas just attacked the boat. That's wild. Yeah. It's like a bunch of frat boy orcas. are like, I bet I can knock that over. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Come yeah, on, that, that I had to do some. I had to do some more digging about whale attacks. You know, that piques yeah, my interest. Yeah. Since 2020, the orca boat attacks have increased off the coast of Portugal. Authorities identified three juvenile orcas, fucking teenagers, oh, yeah. believed to be the culprits at the start of the attack. In particular, they appeared to be targeting the hull and rudders of sailboats. The BBC reported in 2020 that in just six months, there was 40 attacks involving orcas off the coast of Spain and Portugal. Wow. The ha- attacks have continued since then. One incident saw a couple from the UK left adrift miles off the coast of Portugal after their boat was attacked. The Navy launched an investigation into the most recent incident, according to the Facebook page, dedicated to discussing orca attack. Facebook must have a page for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. It's kind of ridiculous. Jeez. Orcas are incredibly intelligent animals and display complex emotive behaviors. It is known they can suffer mental trauma. Now they're whales. And act out as a result. What kind of trauma would that be for a what? Okay, I'm old school. I'm old enough. I've seen the movie Orca. Oh yeah, I did. That's an awesome movie. That. Kind of graphic. When you're really young, it's like they don't make movies like that anymore. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. I actually watched that like six months ago. This was before the involvement of PETA. PETA would have had a heyday with that. Movie. Oh. oh my god! But that's what they actually. Orca is actually a good old school movie. It's right. like anything it was, with like Croc. Yeah, it, it was one of the many uh, Jaws knockoffs that came out yep. following Jaws. Then he had the but octopus really one. Good. Tentacles, I actually yep. just watched that last night. Oh, you did? <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, fuck tentacles. I haven't seen this since I was like five. This was, this case, there was cases documented in 2013 documentary of the SeaWorld captive killer whale Tilikum. Oh, yep, yep. However, it is unclear why attacks may happen in the wild. Science says killer whales approaching fishing boats having learned that the fishing boat lines can provide an easy meal. It is possible they have taught certain pods to be 
boulder and approaching boats. It is also possible that these attacks are not supposed to be acts of aggressions. The giant animal, mammals are playful creatures, and sometimes some scientists believe that they approach the boats out of curiosity. Male killer whales, however, can grow up to 26 feet and weigh up to 12,000 pounds, meaning their games can be frightening and dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell, tell seal how playful orcas are. <laughs> They're very playful. I like my seals. The orca's right behind them. Uh, orca's oh, yeah. my best friend. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's right behind me, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they love playing with seals, throwing them in the air. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much seals like it. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's not their fault they're too small. Yeah. No, uh, orcas terrifying, man. I love orcas, they're awesome. But yeah, it's like... Ugh. It's just the way they look, they got like that face on. It's like Most whales, you look at a humpback whale, it's just like... Dur, dur, dur. Yeah, big you see an orca whale, it's like... Yeah, I'm a badass motherfucker. Don't, 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 oh, don't get in the water, I'll kill your ass. I'm so badass that made me black and white. How badass is that? Is it pretty bad? I don't even stick, I it. stick out like yeah, a sore thumb. I don't give a shit, man. I'm ass that moose that was in the water last yeah, week. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> no, those things are awesome. Man. But yeah, it's a, uh, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, they, they do learn really well. As they said, they're different areas. They're smarter. Than, see, I hate oh, that. Oh, yeah. They're a lot smarter than we give them credit oh, for. Oh, God, yeah. No, like I said, uh, different pods of orcas in different areas have learned their own hunting methods. Mm-hmm. Like certain areas, it's the only area that these will do this behavior because they keep teaching the new ones coming up. Hey, chase them up here. You can get up there. You can get back out. It'll be fine. You get like a whole mouthful of shit. Throw them out to us and come back. And they've learned and they've gotten it down pretty well. They will like literally come up on the beach, grab seals, toss them into the water. And then poop, poop, poop back into the water themselves. It's like, only place in the world they do it. No one else, it's not like it's a common thing, but they, they teach. Yeah. They're young when they come up. Things that work for the areas where they're at. It's fucking wild. But yeah, you kind of wonder what, what's pissed them off with sailboats, man. <laughs> it's just like, nope. Well, that's not, like, no. that's not that unusual because actually Moby Dick, the book, the, the yeah. fictional book, is actually based on a case yeah. that actually did happen. Yep. Where a sperm whale did attack a whaler. A whaling vessel back in the days, they know what hurts them. They know oh, that, yeah. like, oh, you see them boats with the three sticks and the white pieces on them, run away. Yep. Well, somebody probably had their mate killed, and it's like, uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna go kill them. They're vindictive little fuckers. Yeah, well, not really little, but they're vindictive. Yeah, they're 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 smart enough to be vengeful. You know what I yeah. mean? And there there are some animals that just simply aren't. They cats are vengeful you. all the time. Oh yeah, there are a lot of people. They don't like, care. Oh no, no, cats don't do things. Bullshit. I've been around in my whole life. Trust me, there are shit they will do just to certain people because oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pee on your stuff. Only yours. Yeah. Only. No matter where you put it, I'm going to find it, and that's what I'm going to pee on. No. But they're they're vindictive bullshit. Well, since we've covered uh, what are we the Earth spinning faster, whales attack. So we're going to cover one more thing. Oh boy. The black hole of Chile. Oh. <laughs> you hear about that? Yeah. It's not a sexual thing, Marty. Yeah. Quit, oh, looking, at, wait, quit looking at me all googly-eyed. <laughs> oh, something different. An enormous sinkhole linked to a copper mine in northern Chile, which materialized this weekend, has been captured in stunning new images. The 80-foot-two-wide hole mysteriously appeared on Saturday in the commune of Terra Amarela at the Atacama region, close to the Acaparosa mine, and it's thought to be more than 650 feet deep. Chilean media... Chilean... Media released aerial image of the strange phenomenon which took place on land operated by a Canadian London mining copper mine, about 413 miles north of the capital, Santiago. Goddamn Canadians. 
Welcome here, Cristobal Zungas. Oh, fuck, I get they have like normal names. <laughs> on Sunday, confirmed the presence of the sinkhole, which is located right on the outskirts of the town, and spoke to the fear of hell by a nearby resident. The excessive mining in the area could have catastrophe consequences. Yesterday, we received a citizen complaint regarding the sinkhole that occurred here in our community near the Alcaparosa mine. We are concerned since it is fear that they, we have always had a community the fact we are surrounded by mining deposits and subterranean works under our community. Oh, yeah. I think it's a legitimate worry, man. I mean, well, that's it's like, see, you got earth is spinning faster, whales are attacking, holes are coming in the earth, dude. Certain definitely put us in a fucked up timeline this right. time. Our pets' heads are falling off. I mean, that's kind of where we're at, man. It's uh, yeah. This certain just becoming a blame all for everything. That, it that's really up. is. I I also noticed uh, since the uh, July fifth uh, kickoff. There have been a shit ton of people putting out more fucking Mandela effect videos. Blaming it on the, the July like what? 5th. Name one? I'd... Oh, fuck me. There's a bunch of... And I, I, I... You mean like Joffy Pits, Peanut Butter? Joffy? Uh, no, no. The, Joffrey uh, Peanut Butter? <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey. Joffrey. Uh, but no, like... like uh, Videos of somebody having two copies of Berenstain Bears. Oh, that'd bring that. It's Berenstain, not Stain. So, uh, the one which I bet you, I I bet you, I got a Reader's Digest in the trunk of my car that will give us the answer. Oh, I'm sure. I do. I I should go find some uh, old ones we've got laying around of of the actual books from way back. But uh, yeah, no, uh, there's been a lot of those popping up again. Of, like, new proof. There's one I'm pretty damn sure is probably faked. Um, but, yeah, a dude with a copy of, of Berenstain Bears and walks into one room and the title changes. And walks back out and so he thinks there's a bubble of the time slip there, which it, it would be cool. It would but be it's like, cool. Or it's more unlikely it's, it's a video effect you're doing. I would but, like know, some that drugs right I, there. Right. I want them drugs. But, I mean, it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, there's a bunch of that has popped up again. Uh, talking about new ones that are popping up and all kinds of stories in the last month since that whole thing went down. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of called that was going to happen. With well, that kind of, that's a good segue to what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about time slips, folks. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about the uh, safe operation of segways. But, uh, what? Uh, uh, segway, I bust my ass on one of those damn things. Neighbor kids got one. I got on it. One. Like, it's not made for guys over forty. Right, right. I'm there, like, no, I got too many breakable bones. Right, there, there's a whole <laughs> reason I've never even gotten on like one of the little hoverboards. It's like that, that is just death. <laughs> I don't need to fucking play. Talking about segways just popped up. Funny, we were down to um, camping thing. Jellystone National Park, oh, yeah. not Yellowstone. Jellystone National Park down yep. by Sioux Falls. It's a kids campground. They got Yogi Bear and Boo Boo yep. and Cindy and Ranger Smith. Oh, Cindy's up. Not this right. one. This is kind of frumpy. <laughs> this one was gross, man. They painted. But they had a chocolate up. slip inside set up for it because we went down there during oh? the fifty. We had a like, their anniversary, like the fifty. Oh, yep, yep, yep. We were down there for that, and there's the guys my age going running across this chocolate slip inside. I'm like, dude. I'm like, that's got her because some of these guys hit really, really damn hard. Right. You can tell they had a few day cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little. And I see them the next day, they're like limping. I'm like, <laughs> ha ha, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Me? No, I did not do that. I like my spleen. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, really it, it seems like a good idea until you do it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this is bullshit. 
I don't need this kind of activity, man. It's, no, it's no. too much. I, I too much. In my head, I'll do it all day, but in reality, I'm just even, even my youngest, my Drace was starting to tell me, "You should go do that, Dad." I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> Who gave the five-year-old meth to tell him that he thinks this would be a good idea? Yeah, Jesus. he wouldn't even do it. I'm like, "I'll yeah, do, right, I'll do right. it if you do it." Uh uh-uh, uh, it's raining out. I'm like, <laughs> it's wet, dude. It's like um, what they made is they took chocolate syrup and like put it in water. It's actually chocolate syrup. Yeah, and they put it, mix it in with water. Yeah, thinned it out. Yeah. I'm like, uh, that's awesome. I'm like, nope, uh, you wouldn't do it. So I got out of that one scot free. I yeah, didn't have to do that. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna do that at all. Yeah, it would take a lot of drinking, I think, for me to decide. Yeah, that's a good idea. And there's probably more adults in the line than kids. Actually. Oh, I'm sure that probably. <laughs> but so okay, where where else could you like just justify being an adult and running down a slip and slide without looking like a complete crazy person? Um, you know, I'm trying to think. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. But tonight, folks, we're going to discuss time slips, which I find really interesting. Yes. Yeah. Because I came up with a cool-ass theory, and I got a story, and I got a theory at the end you probably never heard. I probably And it happened in the state. Really? It happened in South Dakota. I have a theory of how this happened. Hmm. It should be interesting. It just happened last year. Oh. So. We'll let you start off with your time slip stories, and we'll just go back and forth and meander along. Really? Wow. And see how many times you get sidetracked. So, Uh, folks, keep track. It is probably likely. Uh, Time slips, for anybody who doesn't know, is typically um, an example would be somebody walking along, and all of a sudden they're seeing shit that shouldn't be there. Uh, Things, typically it's... uh, Something from the past. Running into a, a cottage that looks medieval. Going back later to find there's nothing there. And and the idea is that somehow you're slipping into a, a bubble or whatever of time that is taking you back. Um, there, there are, I think there's a lot of other things as we get into this that could be explained by time slips. As opposed to the other... LSD, man. Acid. Straight up acid. Acid is what it is. Everybody's just taking acid and just tripping balls. But yeah, I mean... uh, We do not promote the use of any type of illegal or illicit drugs. (laughs) (laughs) But we can't tell you what to do, so... But don't do drugs, kids. Right, right. Dare works for you. Dare programs are awesome. (laughs) It's good times, man. But yeah, no, I mean, any any type of uh, time jumping, even a lot of these... I've seen a lot of missing time stories also get put into the time slip thing. And missing time a lot of times is also linked into UFO. Um, but any, any kind of thing involving some random time jump, any kind of thing, ideas of, of time slips have been around for freaking ever. They've been, and, there's uh, been a lot of older, like back to the almost the 1700s, I actually think the first case reported back in, in the 1800, 1880 or something. Right, right, right. It was so would that be the 1900s or the 1800s? the 1800s. Okay. But yeah, no, I mean, e- even things like uh, the Rip Van Winkle story Yep. is basically a time slip story. Uh, Mark Twain's uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court, which has been remade into a million different movies under different... But Martin Short. Yeah, it, it's... It's all that kind of thing where you somehow slip into this other time and you are out of See, place. but the problem, time slips and time traveling are really close to the same thing, yes. except for, like, 
basically they are the same thing. It's just how you, the perspective of how you look at them. That's the way I perceive it. Right. Here, here, here's my thought on that. Time slips are accidental. Uh, when you put in That's what an I tell idea, when I slide in the wrong hole in the white. That's accidental, sorry, honey. Uh, I'm going to know it's not an accident at this point. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, and, and as opposed to, like, when I think time travel, I think it isn't intentional. It is you have tried to do this. You have now traveled in time. You've created a device, found some way to do that. Time slips are, hey, we were just out on a walk. And we got attacked by a velociraptor. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, here's all these big, weird ferns that shouldn't be here. <laughs> and, you know, then we walked back out, and everything was fine again. <laughs> we, we lost an hour and a half of time. But, uh, but yeah, to, to me, that, that's the biggest difference. Uh, when I think time travel, I, I believe it's intention. It is, it is an intentional, you are trying to time travel. Time slipping is completely accidental. Uh, you aren't planning on this. Weird shit happens, and it just happens to. Have you ever uh, been in Vegas? Weird shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or New Orleans. God damn it, their weird shit happens there. Oh yeah, yeah. But all right, let's get serious, folks. Let's, but yeah, let's, no. Uh, I, I actually came across a story that goes into the time slip thing, where uh, it was this uh, family in Texas, and this man he, uh, when he was younger, he used to actually call up his grandpa and grandma. And, and they lived down in Mexico, and they would go visit off and on, too. Well, it's years and years later, and he's sitting there with his cell phone, had, like, those weird ideas of, like, I wonder what happens if I call the old number from, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And just as a goof, he dials in his grandparents' old number. And someone answers. And he had put it on speaker because his wife was there, too. And, and he, the dude just turned pale. And the guy's like, uh, who, who is this? Who are you looking for? And it was his grandfather's voice. And he'd been dead for 25 years. And the dude's just sitting there. He's like, um, it's me, Joe. It's, it's Joe. Are you really? My grandpa said his name. He's like, what kind of joke are you playing here? I'm sitting here with my grandson, Joe, right now. Who, who is this and who are you trying to get a hold of? And the dude kind of like freaked out and just hung up. <laughs> so he's like, what the hell just happened here? And he goes, yeah, it was my grandfather's voice that answered this. Now some people said, well, maybe it was, you know, hooked to a recording. It's like, how would you respond and, and correspond with a recording? It would have to have been 25 years before that the recording would have been made because the guy's been dead for, you know, 25 years. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those little things where it's like, you see a lot of like old Twilight Zone episodes that fall into this kind of weird time slip kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, going back on that telephone thing, wasn't it Thomas Edison that created the death phone? I believe so. Basically, uh, folks, for, for anybody who doesn't know, the death phone is a phone that he created to yes. try to call the afterlife. Yeah, to speak with the dead. Yeah. And there's some people who believe that he actually did it. Yes. And that's kind of like what that story kind of reminds me yeah, of. Right, right. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, some people believe, yeah, that he did succeed, and some of what he heard terrified him, which is why he basically canceled the thing, was like, no, we're not going Because I don't think they have, a, what's, what would be a number in hell, it's like 666 or something, yeah, right, <laughs> like, what would right. you dial? How would you even <laughs> attempt to do that? Well, back then, too, the phone numbering was a lot different. Even in the 50s, it was a lot different than what we do now. Yeah. Because there were a lot less of them. At that point, you probably could just be like, call six. 
Where are you at? I'm in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's only like eight of us now. So that's cool. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> well, I got one from like this happened. I'm going to read this story for, about Victor Goddard. You ever heard that story? Yep. One day in 1935, Victor Goddard, a commander of the British Royal Air Force, was flying to Edinburgh. And during the flight, he passed over a decrepit airfield in Durham, Scotland. All that Goddard saw from above was a lonely farm and some cattle. A few days later, on his way back to England, he took the same route. However, his plane was caught in a storm, and with all the whirling and swinging going on, the pilot got so disorientated that he lost control of the machine for some minutes. Fortunately, the storm ended as unexpectedly as it started. He regained control and was hoping to be able to land the plane back on the right track by following some familiar landmarks on the ground. He looked down to expect to see Durham Airfield as he sensed he was approaching it. But what he saw left him totally flabbergasted. The airfield was renovated. Four brand new planes painted yellow sat on the runway, and some mechanics in blue overalls were attending to them. All of a sudden, the storm hit back again, and rainy clouds swamped Goddard's machine. The guy got lucky enough again and managed to land safely at his home base. His friends back then were very skeptical about this incredible story, but 40 years later, convinced as he was about what he saw, Victor Goddard retold the story in detail in a book which was published under the name under the title, Flight Towards Reality. See, that story I always think, I've heard many of you times that that's a very common story. But it's also yep. like, too, if you look at people like, like in England, for some odd reason, you guys see flying weird planes all the yeah. time from like World War II, World War One, yep. biplanes. What is it about the people in England? Generally, I'm talking to you. <laughs> right, I'm right. like, seriously, dude, why do you guys see all them funky-ass old planes? And yeah, now... If you never up, see them in America. You think they would at least say, this is where they had their first flight with Orville and Wilbur Wright. Right, right. You think we'd see funky planes around here? No. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand when you get into spooky ghosts of the 16th century because we really didn't have a lot of history here no. as far as no. they do. No. But airplanes, and we were around the same time. you think we would be seeing weird shit too. But it does seem, if you look up time slip stories... A good chunk of these actually are from the UK. Yes, they are. It's it, really kind of weird. Lot. The I could say well, I found a standard couple, time slip. Yeah, but I found a couple from America. Like that, I'll, I'll talk to you about. Oh, yeah. But I'm like serious. What is it about England? I mean, seriously, they have some of the like the the two girls that went to a party, had a couple cocktails, and they ran across a re somebody. They actually time slip back to a historical fight. Yes. You know uh, that story? Or, yeah. You got that? I, I don't have it written down. I know the story. But yeah, I know they, they had uh, been over in a castle. And I believe I believe that's the story where the one lady is uh, slightly in a royal family. like one Yeah, of she's like a branches. duchess or something. She's like, she's on, that, she's and, on the uh, outer rim of the circle. Yeah. But but they were in, in one of the castles. I think Leeds Castle. Go oh. figure, Leeds is in it again. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, they were at night walking around the castle and everything kind of got colder uh, they noticed that the rugs were gone in this hallway that normally had rugs and come into a room with a fire burning in the old fireplace which they did not really use but here it was with a fire and a tall woman is standing here by the fire and they basically identified Ooh, was it Lady Demiscrew from... <laughs> yeah. Was it Lady Demiscrew? Demiscrew. Uh, but yeah, I'd no, gladly uh, be locked in the castle with her. Yeah, yeah, she could drop that and dump truck. 
That's wherever she wants. Yep. Until the claws come out. But uh, yeah, Even then, no that'd lie. be fine. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Smothered under the... But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I know uh, they, they saw this tall lady who they actually later identified as... Was it Henry VIII's mother, I believe, is, is who was there? But yeah, I mean, uh, some people had actually claimed that this was possibly a ghost. But the, the two women were adamant that this was a solid figure, not a spiritual thing, nothing. Even ghosts shouldn't explain the fireplace going, uh, the rugs being gone, the uh, the decor on the walls was completely different. Uh, a, a ghost wouldn't explain that. A shadowy figure, okay, it's a ghost. But like, no, this was a solid person standing there. See, but with ghosts too, they can. There's like a lot of theories out there about time slip too. That ghosts are actually people that are time slipping into a different time. Right. right. Just think how fucked up it would be if we time slipped into something future. It'd probably snap our mental. Capacity. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it'd be. I, my my worry is that it would be like uh, uh, Wells's uh, the time machine where we go awesome forward book. so far. Then we find out that, yeah, no, we fucked everything up and, and we are now just a slave food race yeah. to, to the See, mutated if, if, humans. The, I like, <laughs> let's just bring up War of the Worlds. I like the original yeah, and I like the remake, but I right. prefer the original over the remake. Right. right. Just because it's just, not because it's like being, oh, he likes the original. No, it's like, I think it's just a better version of it. Don't get me wrong. Right. The newer version, it's cool with all the special effects yeah, and all the yeah. moons exploding and all that. It's really, really good, but I still like the original. Yeah, no, it can't. Because it doesn't. The second, the remake doesn't end the way as the first one did. All right. Because the first one around, like he comes back in time to where he was at and grabs like three books. Yeah. And the whole thing is to figure out which three books he took. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I like the. Uh, uh, who the hell did that? Is it George Pal? I think did did uh, the fifties, early sixties version of Time Machine. I, I really love that one. Uh, With the Eloy? I have, yeah, you know, I, I, I have a lot of memories of watching that and enjoying it. No, I love the new one, because there's a lot of cool shit. But yeah, it's uh, there, there's always a bit of a, a tinge to the, the original for me. Even now, the, the Morlocks are creepier, I think, in, in the original. Yeah, fuzzy-haired people. Yeah, they are just really disturbing as a child to watch. But yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Think things like that, that that we would hop into a future like that, just kind of like, oh God, what did we do? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> what have we, we ruined? But it also shows you too how much people are easily conditioned to because the air raid oh, sirens. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have to go toward the mouth of the cave. Why? It's just what we do. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what? What? The, the sirens go off, so that's where we go. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's how it is. Man. And that was the creepiest part of the original. Is like, but in the second one, they didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. And like, I suddenly hear the siren off. Like, okay, and like, he's thinking air raid because yeah. said, I'm like, oh, we're just in the cave. Some of us come back, some of us don't. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then the original too, I like it that they actually portray how meek people were in the future. Yeah. Because they're all sitting on this beautiful paradise river. One falls in, and they're all just watching this person yep. go down the river drowning. Yep. And he's like, well, what the fuck are you? <laughs> He jumps yeah, in and saves that's her. Where they go? That's, that's it happens. just it just happens. Yep. Yeah, the Morlocks will get her. Yeah, they're just gone now. I found this other okay. I found this other story from 1988 in Strange Magazine. 
which they claimed was based on a true event that took place on October 20th, 1969. Two business associates were traveling from the small town of Louisiana. Tra- I don't like to know what small town of Louisiana. There's a lot of them. I've lived there for yeah, several yeah, years. Yeah, you got to be more specific. But they're traveling towards Lafayette along the almost traffic-free highway of 167. At some point, they noticed a retro-looking turtleback type of a car ahead of them with a license plate with the year 1940 on it. What they observed when they shortened the distance between the car was a woman behind the wheel was also dressed in a 1940s-style clothing. Driving alongside the vintage car, they could see there was a small girl on the passenger seat next to her, and the woman had an expression of panic written over her face. They gestured at her to pull over so that they could help her. She nodded approvingly and began to maneuver. The two businessmen passed slowly by her, and when they halted on the side of the road and turned to look at the other vehicle, it was nowhere to be seen. The car with the scared woman and the child simply vanished into thin air. The story even has more of a mysterious twist ending. Some of the newspapers from the 1940s reported a bizarre disappearance of a mother and her child. What if they are still wandering in on various time warps without any hope of finding a way out? Uh, see that? I lived in Louisiana. Yeah. And it's it's you do see actually. You see older cars, but people like restore them and that. And there's actually right. people down there that dress from that air. It's not that uncommon. Like on a Sunday especially, yeah, yeah. you see people, they'll get in their older cars, dressed period, like almost period, like yeah. from like 1940s, and they'll go off for supper and that. And it'll be like usually, a group, it's like the red hat women. Yeah. Like there's groups where people do that stuff. Yeah. But that's not that uncommon. But what bothers me is, is when you stop, turn around, and the car's gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where things take a turn, and you're like, hmm. Mm, yeah. well, what's going on here? Yeah. And Louisiana, I love Louisiana. I wish I don't want to live there again. Yeah. But they have such that the whole state has a whole vibe to it. I hate that word. But that's all But I, it does. It does. It has a whole feeling to it. Oh. And it's like everybody think, oh Louisiana is nothing but swamp. No, that's not true. Like in northern Louisiana, you go along and it's nothing but pine trees upon yep. pine trees. I'm like and I'm serious, like, most roads have, like, a five-foot to eight-foot buffer for the ditch. No, pine trees are, like, six right, inches from right. the edge of the road. <laughs> yeah, if you were thrown in there, and in first impression, it's very similar to the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, Jersey and Pennsylvania. Yep. It, it's no different. It's it's going to be more humid, typically. Yeah. But even there, it, it's pine trees. You're like, oh, shit, where the hell am I at? Pine trees. Your first thought isn't. Louisiana. You really don't hit until you get further south, like right. on the boot. Yep. That's where you start hitting like the cypress swamps and all that, where you get closer yep. to the Gulf. And it gets you know yuckier. And Actually, there's less talent down there because they got a lot of bridges over large spans of water. Right. Yeah. Like Lake Pontchartrain's. Yep. That bridge creeped me the fuck out oh, the first time I drove imagine. over it. I'm like, all right, this is a bridge over water, ten miles. What the fuck? What the yeah. Hell, no, man? no, no water, just everywhere. And you see boats go underneath there. You look over and like. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's not a log. That's an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's wildlife, baby. Uh, yeah, no, that's... But there is so much cool stuff in Louisiana. Every city I've been is. to, there's... All, you know, Louisiana would have to be one of my favorite places I've ever been to. Yeah. And it's just not because of New Orleans, the Big Easy. Love the Big Easy. Right. But it's just the whole feel of the place. Yeah. It's very laid back, and but it's... There's a mystique to it. It's just weird. It yeah. is really weird. Yeah, you, you get into certain areas that have a feel to them. Yeah. W- whether it be stuff that, through pop culture or whatever, we have attributed to it. I, I don't always think that's it. 
uh, some places just have a feel. Yeah. Man, they just really do. And that is one of those places where it's just, it's its Vampire own thing. Stat, I don't no, know. No, yeah, no, I mean, it's just its own thing. Man. Yeah. It really so is. So what other stories you got? I've been talking way it's too much. Wild. I need a drink more. I'm drinking, no, tonight, folks, I'm drinking the Bull Slits Bull Ice. Oof. Dr. Forty Hands. Uh, 50 hands or whatever. And it needs a little salt. That's just sad. <laughs> it tastes tries. like absolute beer. Slutch tries. They do. They really do. No. But, like, there's so many time slips. It's just, it's just, you have all the normal ones. And I'm sorry, folks. It seems like we're babbling. Me and Marty, with this, well, at least I want with this podcast, is like, we're not going to talk about the normal stuff. It's like, yeah, we're going to talk about time slips, but. There's some little short, like, five-sentence time slip stories you yep. never hear in another podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. You always hear the ones about, like, Victor Goddard. That's a yep, very common yep, that's one. that's a big one. But if you've um, noticed, we just kind of discuss, we discuss this stuff. I'm like, why? Why? So yeah. what are the stories you got? Why? I actually <laughs> found one out of Texas. and, and Texas? The problem with stories like this is it, it's hard to tell which came first, this story or people making stories from that story. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, couple running around kind of evening. They had gotten, uh, they took some vacation and they'd gotten bonus checks from work and they are like, we're just going to drive So they got stimulus to- checks. Uh, right, uh, this would have been before that. But, oh, okay. But yeah, no, they, uh, they're like, screw it, we're going to go around a different place. They went out to check the uh, Marfa lights and some of that kind of stuff. Down in Texas, kind of. How come we don't have stuff. cool shit like that? We we don't. We don't have any cool shit like that in South Dakota. It doesn't seem like it. it With, uh, maybe we do, and no one's just not telling yeah, us. Yeah, no one's saying shit. But uh, yeah, no, they're they're going along, riding down a highway, and it's getting to evening time, six, seven, and they're getting kind of hungry. And he's like, "Well, keep your eye out for someplace to stop and eat." I don't really even care. Just getting kind of hungry. We've been driving all afternoon. Well, they're going along the highway, and they see this old diner on the side of the road. They're like, "Yeah, why the hell not? Let's go. Uh, let's stop here. Come in. It's very old-fashioned, which isn't super uncommon. But this was back '60s, I think, is when this happened. '60s or '70s. Uh, but yeah, they they come into the place. The decor, everything was kind of behind. Well, you're in small town area. They thought it was kind of odd because it's just kind of not right in town, but outside of small town. But decor is old. Everything in it just seemed really out of, out of style, yeah. you know, from where they were at. It's like, well, maybe they just haven't updated. Got their food. was, again, it is very more classic diner-style food. They're like, oh, this is fantastic. It's you know, really good. Go up to pay, and uh, he's expecting it to be higher than what the lady says. And he's like, I, are you sure? Because... It seems like this is a whole lot more food than, you know, 10 bucks would be. <laughs> She's like, no, that's what it comes to. He's like, oh, okay, gave her the 20 and said, we'll just keep the rest of it. And she was like, oh, geez, are you serious? He's like, yeah, no, it's, you know, nine-something bucks, whatever. He's probably thinking, yeah, you underpaid me. I'm going to make sure. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, just keep that. And uh, so they take off, and uh, they end up driving back home that night. They're going to go out and do stuff the rest of the week. But they were thinking, you know, they're like, oh, that place was actually really good. It was kind of cool and kind of quaint and kitschy how, how old-fashioned, you know, a few years out of date it was. But it was really good food. Let's head back up there. So they're driving up and down the stretch of highway, cannot find this diner. So they're like, what in the hell? We know it's around here. They eventually stop in 
over here and, and find what looks like the uh, foundation of a building. Ike's Chicken there. Shack. Yeah, kind of like that. And they're like, what the hell? So they head into the town that's nearby, and they're like, oh, we were looking for this diner. What the hell's going on with that? And they're like, yeah, we don't have a diner here at all. We don't have anything. And they're like, we were there two weeks ago. We literally <laughs> ate here two weeks ago. It was out in this stretch, and there's just the shell of the building sitting there at this point. It's just the foundation. They're like, yeah, there was a diner out there that, that burned down like 20-some years ago. <laughs> the thing's been burned down. And they're like, what? And and they end up looking this thing up. And, yeah, here's a picture from the newspaper uh, at, at the time when it burned down. And there was the waitress and cook that had served them in the picture. And everybody had died in the fire in the building. Damn! And they're like, oh... <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to find a new diner, I guess. But, yeah, no, it was like, yeah, no, that was that was the waitress that served us very clearly in the picture. It's like, yeah, we know who she was. We talked to her, you know. That was the, sh- the cook that was back there. And they're like, everybody died. There was a, a kitchen <laughs> fire, and the whole place burned down, and everyone in there did I, not make I it have, I have so many questions. I, well, i got three things I want to say about that story. One, first of all, it must have been a hellacious explosive fire in a kitchen fire. Right. Because for everybody to die from a kitchen fire. Two, um, how come that Ike's Chicken Shack can't have something like that happen? Yeah. And just once. I just be once. There, I want to go to my Ike's Chicken Shack and just oh, have to drive down that road and it pops up and I'm like, yes. Somebody rebuild Ike's, man. They even still have the Gravitar game and you yeah. kick ass. And number three, the butterfly effect. But that ten dollar tip, what did she actually well she died. Okay, that's I didn't I didn't need the third question. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Because no, you gotta figure uh, too, like some of these stories with time slips, like that's a perfect example. There's other ones too where they like, oh they give them like a ten dollar tip for the mm-hmm. price of the food and the person's taking it back. The butterfly flight. That ten extra dollars, where did it happen to that person? Because you would think with time slips, if it's actually in the past and you do something that's not expected, right. The butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. What would happen? Because you would think, oh, I got this $10 extra dollars. I'm going to buy this car, so on and so forth. How right. does that exponentially change right. the timeline? And and It has it, to eventually. And anybody who doesn't know what the butterfly effect is, it was coined by Ray Bradbury back in the 50s. Of, uh, and was, what movie was that? Uh, I have that movie. The Sound of Thunder? Oh, yeah. yeah the Sound yeah. of Thunder. Was, was Sound of Lightning or Sound of Thunder? Sound of Thunder. Yeah, that's where it kind of was coined from. Yeah. But he had written a story about uh, this time-traveling vacation place. Basically, they would take people back to, say, like the dinosaur era, and they had plotted out everything future-wise from where they were going, where basically you have to stay on this path, do not touch anything, do not go off of this path. We have this path, we have plotted up through the future, going on this path, we nothing affect happened. nothing. If you touch anything in here, we don't know what could happen to the future. And and the basis of the story is somebody actually ends up stepping, stepping on, on a, butterfly. A, a butterfly. And it radically alters... Really uh, creepy looking butterfly. E- evolution in the future. <laughs> By killing this butterfly, you know, 30 million years ago, it, it's a ripple effect through time of you don't know what you're affecting. Which is, uh, in a lot of time travel stuff, that is part of the paradox of things, 
is what are you messing with? Did you already come back and mess with this? That's why it's happening. Or, you know, it's it's the your own grandpa paradox, basically. Yep. Grant the grandfather paradox. Yeah. Or if you think about butterfly effect, watch Aston Cruster's movie, The Butterfly right, Effect. Right. Any of the sequels suck. Yeah. Watch the first one. That's dark enough the way it is. Yeah, and I, I know a lot of people shit on that film. I actually really like it. It's really that good. Film. And I actually enjoyed the alternate ending, which a lot of people shit on too. But uh I haven't seen the alternate ending. Oh, it's fucked up. Somehow it's even more fucked up. But yeah, I know it's, it's <laughs> really like, compared yeah. to the ending, it's more fucked up than that ending. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, it, it's it, it is the butterfly effect. You squish one thing in the past. What are you changing in the future? The farther back you go, the bigger the ramifications. Um, but even say going back thirty, forty years, what kind of stuff could you mess up? You know, <laughs> like like in your own life, if you were to go back and, and just mess around with things. You can oh, yeah. completely change who you have become. See, now since we're talking about time stuff, we're going to get more, more detailed. We're going to get more focused, Marty. Ugh. We're going to get focused. <laughs> Fuck us, because you're stupid. Fuck us. <laughs> this is a story that's happened in the early t- 2000s, actually. Oh. There's this guy by name Kel. Basically, this guy by name Kel. I'm going to read the story, guys. Kel opened the door to his 1990 Chevrolet S10 next to a convenience store gas pump in Springfield, Missouri when a large man accosted him. As I left the gas station, some large melon-headed man dressed in a business suit yelled, What year is it? Kel said. The man stood at a spot Kel would have walked by when he left the store, but he didn't hadn't seen him. The man wore a dark black suit with a rough fiber texture, Kel said, along the lines of things Teddy Roosevelt could wear. What year is it? The man yelled again. The man was white, 35 to 40 years old, clean-shaven, normal, but had asked an odd question. Kel answered it. 2003, Kel told him. The man's face contorted in anger. What year is it? He screamed at Kel. Again, I said 2003. The large man screamed the question one more time. I said 2003 so he could hear me, (laughs) Kel said. Then he quit asking. Kel glanced away from the man as he slid into his truck, but safely inside, Kel turned to get another look at him, and the man was gone. Oof. That's what I'm talking about. I have never heard that story, but there's a lot of ramifications in there. Right. Because there, it looks like somebody time slipped into the future. Yes. Because if he's got, like, a the tweed suit, like, you would figure that's what Zoomini is describing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what year is this? And the guy's probably, a, that's, that's what I'm thinking. If you went into the future, it would snap your head. Because, you see, 2003, what was the hairstyle? Like, short hair, or the guy had probably had a fucking mullet. Yeah, <laughs> he was probably confused. It could be whatever, man. In 03 is all over the world. Yeah, because especially in Springfield, Missouri. Right. So he's probably dating his sister or something. Not making fun of Missouri, but I'm just saying it happened. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what that pictures me like somebody time slipping into the future. Yeah. That's what that guy in like business is like. Where the fuck am I at? How can we drive this futuristic looking vehicle if yeah, you look what's at what's happening here? How like, can we, where's your horses? Even, even convenience stores, yeah, even coming from, say, like the 30s or 40s. Yeah. Convenience stores were non existent. No, you had, you had some guy in a bellhop outfit with a hat, like yeah, dry no, cook, come out and put your gas in. If they even have. Yeah, yeah, have. yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's what, that's the time's up to the future. So you don't ever hear stories about that, but I think that's what that story is depicting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's exactly what that feels like for me, is someone from the past 
Like I said, there are a lot of stories as far as fictional that we know are similar to things like that. Um, I have to believe that, that, uh, excuse me, uh, time, time itself. And I, I do kind of believe in some of the, uh, uh, more metaphysical ideas of time that all of them are existing at once. Uh, past, present, and future the block theory. is is constantly happening. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it's one of those things where if we slip into the past, it certainly makes sense that you could flip ahead. Well, like even going back to uh, the the story of the pilot who who saw the airfield that was abandoned. And then coming back, see there was no airfield that he saw an airfield. Well, there was one originally there. Oh, but it was overrun and, and had been shut down when he was flying. It had been overgrown. There are cattle there. Well, and he flies back over and sees an active runway, which it should not have been because it had already been shut down. Well, the fact is, a few years after his experience, they rebuilt that airfield. And they think that maybe that is what he saw was ten years up into the future of where that airfield, because they were like, oh shit, we need this. <laughs> and they, they basically cleaned it all out, rebuilt it, retrofitted it for new planes, and they believe that that's what he saw was a, a shot into the future of this airfield back up and running again. Years before it actually was back up and running again. Yeah. Which... <sighs> Is just mind-boggling to me. Like I said, there, there are oh. a lot of stuff like that. And, and some of my actually favorite Twilight Zone episodes were time-slip type things. Uh, like the one, I don't remember what the episode was, Flight Something, whatever. But basically, it's, it's a passenger jet that gets caught in a storm and gets shot back through time. And, and the rest of the episode, they are trying to find this field again that they went through to go ahead and try to get back to their own time. So it's the opposite version of the TV program Manifest. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, that looks like New York. Uh, here we are going to be flying in. Yeah, and... What's other, actually, that's actually... Uh, that actually story is all over the internet, too, where that flight was in the air for, like, 35 years. Yeah. That's kind of what it's based on. Yep. So. But... You want to hear something really freaky? I found some good stories, dude. <laughs> it, it's this is more like proof that actually people have time travel because I correlate time so also with time travel. It's yeah. they're interchangeable to a point. Right, right, right. This one takes place in China, dude. Oh. In 2008, archaeologists doing some excavation work at a site in southern China were blown away by the discovery they made. They found a Swiss watch in yes. a tomb in the Ming Dynasty grave that was sealed more than 400 years prior. When the watch dropped off the coffin, the archaeologists first thought it was a piece of rock. But when they cleaned it up from the covering soil, they realized the mysterious artifact was in fact a watch in the shape of a ring with the inscription Swiss on the inner side. The hands on the watch were frozen at 106. To the archaeologists, finding was a potential evidence of time travel as everything pointed at that for the starters. They were the first to open the tomb for after so many decades, and the second at the time when it was sealed, there was no wrist watches and no country by the name of Switzerland for that matter. Yes, that is one of the balls up craziest stories I've heard. Yeah, uh, it, it's one of those where and it's I actually true. Heard, That's a fucked up yeah, thing. When, when I first heard inklings of this, I was like, okay, 
But then looking into it, it's like, no, this looks like it's legit. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking wild. See, now this leads me down ideas. We have talked about weird shit that has been found. That Out of place exist. artifacts. Yes. Um, even going into, say, a lot of photos have popped up in the last uh, two decades, supposedly showing time travelers, photos from the past. Yep. Um, now, most of those photos are originals and have not been doctored. Um, so they, they were not photoshopped in. These were photos that look real, and they look like modern people stuck in 1930-something. The hipster. Yeah, the, the hipster in the, the 40s. See, but I, I, I looked that up. I know the hipster, it's basically the guy wearing the hoodie. Yeah. Now, and everything the there and the circles, yeah. is, would have been available yeah. at that time. It just was not something you would have commonly seen anybody out in public. Especially when you seen everybody else wearing like boulder hats. Yes, everybody at that time, you were pretty much dressed up. You went out, you had suits. Mm-hmm. So you did. Um, like I said, yeah, they've looked into it and went, yeah, these things were available. It was just not very common to, yeah, you would not have seen somebody standing there in this crowd dressed like that because you just didn't do it. People would have been trying to avoid you because you're a weirdo. They would not be all tightly gripped yeah. around you. Um, but but no, I, I've thought, what if a lot of those photos of stuff are not intentional time travelers, like, ah, I'm coming back here for this, but people who are lost in time slips. You think about how many people just disappear. And there's that story, I think it takes place like in Missouri or down south. And this is a story that's actually, God, it's one of my ghost books or something yeah. like but here's just the story. There's this family out there. He's going out to check his cattle. And the family watches their dad cross a field. And he, like, poof, disappears. Yeah, just gone. Then, like, two years later, they hear, hear his voice from the same spot where he disappeared over and over again for generations. Or years, at least. Yeah. That'd be like somebody got tapped, trapped in a time slip and can't find his way back. Yeah. I think that awesome. happens a lot more than what we think. Uh, there, there's a whole theory I, I came across that uh, they believe a lot of the British, because they do seem to have a lot of these time slips. Yeah, generally, you need to seriously do an episode to talk about why you have some <laughs> fucked up missing people in your state, right. country, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's one of the theories is that they I got, I, okay, into one second, slips. one second, I gotta give General Lee some shit. <laughs> I haven't really been, we have, I know we're trying to hook up and talk to him. Right, right. But I think he should move to Sheffield, because he doesn't like Sheffield. I uh, think he should move to Sheffield. Interesting. Do it. He's probably going to hate me now. He's probably going to text me shortly. This son of a bitch. No, but I'm, I don't know what... There's something about England. I there, but I don't know. It's just that so many weird stories. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I don't know. I, mean, I think you, it's because they eat got, tea and crumpets all the time. Yeah, right. But, I mean, you, you also Fish and chips, just stuff like that. The, the amount of, of megastructures and even the, the smaller mini-structures. Yeah. Like hinges and stuff like that. Um, there is always been kind of a mysticism around the island of uh, UK and then Ireland and all that. Area. I think the Druids had a lot to do with that. I think yeah. I think the Druids and the Celts infused that land. Right. Because there is, because like, what is that called? Manifest Destiny? Yeah. I think because they're such a religious, Druids and Celtics are badass people. They got an awesome religion. Yeah. And there's actually people that are trying to bring it back more than what it was. Awesome, man. I, with, I applaud you for that. Without the fear of, of witch brings again. Yeah, or the Romans persecuting you. Yeah. But it's a more of a nature-based religion. 
Yep. But I think they're so close to that tie in the land that it's actually changed that continent. And it's somehow it's like metaphysically it's changed right. it. And it's just fucking awesome. Yeah, it just seems like there's just certain things seem to be drawn to that area. And I don't know why, but uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. But yeah, I know they, they think a lot of those people that have gone missing through the UK are trapped somewhere in time and explaining some of the weird shit they have found in, and even in England they have found a lot of stuff in like different uh, uh, I don't know what you call it uh, veins of coal and that they have found objects that's like this should not be here in this coal. Well, it's happened it's in the US modern. too. Oh yeah. It's, it's just it's just place. like everything gets displaced because like with the block theory, the block theory Yeah. basically the block theory is nothing more than saying it's the theory physicists are actually kind of back this theory right now, which is yeah. really kind of creepy. Because we know physicists are thinking, oh, time's linear. Like, no, they're like, this block theory says past, present, and future are happening simultaneously. Yeah. So right now, as me and Marty are doing this podcast, we could have a dinosaur pee on Marty and one right. trying to eat me. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't know. Whatever comes be, be or after us is, is hanging out here doing a weird show themselves. But yeah, I <laughs> know it's... Uh, I guess, and, and the reason we normally don't see it is because the way our brains are wired. Yep. We, we are designed to be linear. start to finish. It is it is a linear path. Unless you listen to this podcast and it's like all over the... Yeah, no, we are definitely not linear. Well, I mean, technically we do get to an end. Sometimes. Uh, it's, Sometimes. It's a pretty uh, circuitous route. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, and I, I do... I, I think when I was younger I did, and I was like, nah, that's ridiculous. But no, I, I think they do inhabit the same space, if you will. Um, it's just, we can only register this time. And I think sometimes, maybe we get slipped into. Or it bleeds a, over. A chunk. Or yeah, and other times it, it opens up a bubble of things we see. Not, not just going back into that time, but things from there migrating into our space time. See, this kind of leads me up to my story where you're talking about right. people getting lost in time. Yeah. And this has happened in South Dakota. Twelve. This is a story about a sinkhole in South Dakota. Remember that? Back in Blackhawk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, out in Blackhawk, South Dakota, there's a sinkhole yeah. that went into a gypsum mine. But I never knew about this till I read the article. There's some fucked up shit they found. Listen to this. Oh, really? Twelve houses in a South Dakota neighborhood are unlivable after a sinkhole started to open up back in April. And how many questions... That's back in 2020. And while many questions remain about how and where this abandoned mine collapsed, the biggest mystery is how a classic car got there. After the collapse of the mine caused the excavation of a dozen homes in Hideaway Hills neighborhood, a team of six cave explorers from Papa Sapa Grotto were sent in to map out the massive underground labyrinth. That's when... Then... That's when what appears to be a Ford Crestlane Sunliner was discovered wedged, wedged between two large boulders and the roof of the former mine. It is, in fact, a Ford Crestline. These cars were only built in three years, from 1952 through 1954, before being replaced by the Fairlane, yeah. Ford Fairlane. They explained it away. With water flowing through the mine, it is likely the car was carried in the mine shaft along with other debris during a flood, including what appeared to be some other car parts. Due to a condition and location within a mine complex, though it doesn't appear likely to be how the classic Ford is restorable or even possibly recoverable 
for that matter. Jesus. But it does show the tre tremendous force of nature. I have a picture I'm going to show you, Marty, and I'm going to post with the episode this picture. And you try to tell me how the fuck that got in there. In a mine. Oh, oh. There's no way that car could have got in there naturally. There is no way in fucking hell. Someone had there to... There have to be a lot of big openings and a lot of water rushing you into that spot. And you think they would have known that shit was down there? Yeah. If you have that big of openings? Because uh, it is not a small car. No, they're, they're that's, not. That's where you talk about, what if somebody was actually a time slip, and their little car, two of them all of a sudden, like, I'm in a fucking cave! Yeah. And that's it. Like, oh. Oh, what the hell? That would I explain a lot of experience, like, people disappearing, too. It's like, I was in this dark place, and I was in the light. Yeah. Because uh, there is stories of time slips where, like, I was driving along, and all of a sudden, it got really dark out, and I felt like I was enclosed. Yeah. Then yeah. all of a sudden, I was in the bright light. Like, you don't hear very much, it's like a three-sentence story. Yep. But that would explain. Well, well, I'm driving the dark flight. I hit a wall. Didn't do it anymore. Wow. Ah, jeez, no. But I that I've never, that. I never knew that about that because you're like, no. oh, a sinkhole open. But then all of a sudden, you start digging into it. and You find, yeah, they found a car in a mine. They don't know how it got there. Jeez. Even the cave divers like, uh, how'd this get here? <laughs> wow. No, I had never seen that. No. That's why yeah. it takes a lot of time. A lot of times, you got to dig into stories more. They right. find a really cool, weird shit. But yeah, no, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, because I remember the, the sinkhole. And yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a gypsum mine, whatever. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but well, that was the end of the story. Yeah, that's... You didn't really... You didn't hear... Anything. Even on the news, you didn't hear no, anything about the car. You actually dig in the internet. The internet actually provided a nugget of truth. <laughs> right, yeah. Because I was going to say, I think the story was probably around for about a week. Yeah. So it was like, oh, these poor people lost their homes. What are they going to do? Well, nobody cares now. So we'll get the news guys back here. It's See, no, no, I think it would have got more out of it. They said, yeah, but we found a car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Abandoned gypsum mine. But it was it was wedged between two boulders yes. and the roof. Yeah, it's not just like sitting here on the floor of the mine. Yeah, it's, it's jammed up in between shit. Oh, uh, dude, that's ridiculously cool. So maybe we do have rich at the apps in South Dakota. This is talking about. Yeah, they just won't tell us on the news what's going. We on. just need to start our own news channel. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we'd be so blackballed. So online fast. news. <laughs> no, but that explained a lot. Like. So much of the time slip stuff can tie into other things. It's like, it sounds like the binding agent of a right. cake. Oh, yeah. No, there, there's some of that where we're looking through some of these stories. It's like, like, like I'd said at the top of the show, uh, you, you have a lot of the stuff that ends up being like... Now you're being all technical by saying at the top of the show. Yeah, right, right. Come well, on. if we're going to have a goddamn news show, we're going to have to start getting good at Top of the hour. But... Uh, <laughs> No, like I, I had come across a story actually, and this again was down in Texas of a family or couple driving down the road and it had gotten kind of, uh, the, the weather kind of turned shitty and it just felt different as they were running down. It was a Sunday afternoon, really no other cars, but a, a dust devil basically started forming up in the middle of the road in front of them and they're like, Fuck, what do we do? We gotta keep it was going. an assassin from Prince of Persia. <laughs> right. God damn it. Sands of time. But yeah, no, they, they start driving through this and they're like, yeah, it was just ridiculous just being pelted with sand and everything. They they get through it and and the woman is confused. This was like four o'clock. They were it was supposed to be a three hour drive to get back home. This is a story I said before, wasn't it? No. Oh. 
But yeah, no, they go through this sandstorm. It's similar. <laughs> but yeah, they've, they've lost an hour and a half. They, they come out and it's it's almost 6 o'clock. They didn't get home then until 9 o'clock. They're like, we didn't drive through that sandstorm in, you know, it didn't take us that long to get through there. But somewhere in there, it's like they went into just a bubble of like, boop. You're stuck here for this long. You're, everything else is moving. But they've lost an hour of time. Which then makes me think to, uh, like, uh, different... And like I said, a lot of them end up being, like, uh, attached to UFOs mm-hmm. of missing time stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and who knows how, how that time moves and how we perceive it. Uh, once you're into some weird shit like that, you know? I mean, you're, you're going into... Crossing into two different times, I, I don't know. Because uh, even in our normal lives, when you're doing fun shit, it's like, oh, God, I've been doing this for three hours. And it doesn't feel like it. It really is all about your perception. That happens every day at work. Oh, yeah, no, it's like 13 <laughs> hours. Oh. I mean, uh, no, it feels like, you know, 20 minutes and it's time to go. <laughs> That's, a yeah. Yeah, That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> and there, there again come, comes the idea of time being relative yeah. to what you're doing. It's no, god damn it! Now you got me thinking. I fucking hate when you do that. Oh, you, got, you got me thinking. You got me, the wheels turning. I don't want to do that. But like, we go back to. I'm, I'm going to mention the Missy four one one here. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody has actually, it's actually anybody who's really studied this time slip stuff, has actually mapped out where. The reports have come from, right? I mean, like China, England—that's just crazy town. But all these other places—I wonder if anybody's actually trying to see if there's a correlation or even a, like everybody, like humans always are. We want a map or something. Right. We want a pattern. Yeah. Is there a pattern? It'd be cool to have one to overlay a couple of the other maps. Yeah, uh, because I like to go back to that China thing where they found the Swiss that Swiss yeah. Swiss watch. And they actually remember when they used to make really small Swiss watches, yep. like a ring size. You could you could get them at one time, like during the eighties. Oh, yeah. yeah, swatch and shit made them. Yeah, but they're those. like really small. They're like, yep. oh, I got a ring watch. Yep, it, it was the the Apple Watch before Apple Watch existed. But I like to see if somebody's actually. That'd be so cool if somebody. So that's there you go, folks. You want to start your own podcast? Just go ahead and do that and map out all these time slips and where they happen. Right. Because that would be a show in itself. Like, hey. What's the correlation between this, this, and this? And you could do it. Yeah, it's... I, like I said, there, there's so much differing stuff as far as stories go. But it all involves something going wrong with time as we know it. I mean, it's... I, I have to believe that some of those people that go missing are lost in time. Not just a, another dimension, but it is... It's they like, end up in the same spot, but in a different time. If you're stuck there for years and years in a separate time, who knows how far you could travel out to. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, if you end up in a place that is very unpopulated, you could be by yourself for years and not see another It'd person. be like that awesome movie, The Philadelphia Experiment. Oh, yeah. That movie was yeah. had a twist ending. I remember that watching as a kid. I'm like, what? Oh, the rich guy in a car. Didn't think anything of it till the very end. I'm like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Light bulb yeah, goes yeah. off. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Or, you had, or you have the Triangle TV series on Sci-Fi with um, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that right. was awesome. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, you 
growing up in the 80s, man, we had a lot of cool time travel, fucking weird travel yeah, different That just kind of corrupted us for now. Yeah, no, it's good, though. No. So, that's about all I got, because I think I agree that time slips happen. I think they're really closely tied to time travelers, because I think they're kind of interchangeable. Time yeah. slips and time travelers are pretty much the same thing. Also, for the people that come out and say, yes, I tried to travel to the year right. 2049. I'm like, so Biden's still president? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's one of those things where I myself find it harder to believe we have intentionally harnessed time travel. I, I find it really hard that we could be able to do that. Uh, we could do it. It may be like the old Time Tunnel series where it's like, hey, we got this technology. And then figure it out. Hey, we don't really know how to control this shit. Oh. <laughs> we don't know how to control it. Sorry, guys. We're going to try to get you home. But this week you're in Nazi Germany. You know, <laughs> like, fuck. But speaking of that, generally, I'm not going to give you a shout out here. He, he generally is from subconscious realms. You need to go to the M Tunnel in England, wherever the hell it's at. I think it's in London. Yeah. That's the M Tunnel where they have all the weird time tra- traveling oh, shit yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, go there, do a podcast from that location. Right, Send us the photos, happens. and if you go back in time, leave a note for us. Yeah, see, see what happens. Um, well, but there no. is that tunnel in England. Yeah. I think it's like the M Tunnel, they call it. I believe so. I, don't, I would have to look at it. In my copious amounts of stack of paper that I got somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's hanging out here somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, 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 I find it much more believable that people are accidentally slipping through weird things than us intentionally being able to control <coughs> a time travel. So, I don't think it's impossible. I think it's just really more improbable. So my question is, what's causing the time slips? That's, that is a yeah, real yeah. question. That, 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 that is the nail in the head. What is causing these time slips right. for all these people throughout different times? So if we're going with the theory that past, present, and future happen all at the same time, there has to be some sort of effect. A, a, a nexus point, really, <coughs> That actually is like, oh shit, it's fucked up, and, trying to, and tries to readjust right. itself to get everything back on the same timeline. What is causing all these time slips? Right. See, I mean, it even did, like, uh, one of the final episodes of uh, Next Generation Star Trek. That's what it dealt with, was an anomaly. And yeah. going through time, the farther ahead you went, the bigger this, or the smaller it was. Uh, and, and it was figuring out where this time nexus what caused it, what is creating all these enterprises to fucking show up in this same spot. <laughs> uh, and, and really, that's, that's it, it's a, a, you know, manufactured story of it, but really it is kind of the core of what we're looking for right now. Is, is, is there has to be some catalyst, a, a, a nexus point, beginning, end, and present, where something is fucked up. And so, it's creating ripples... I think I've said so like 14 times in this episode already. <laughs> so that's all right. <laughs> yeah, so um, what I'm thinking is, what if, this is a what if part of the program, what if somebody in the future, let's say two years from now, there's been a lot of talk of quantum computers. Yeah. What if somebody actually turned on the first quantum computer and said, fuck! <laughs> then it's like, that's it. <laughs> Shit's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And... and- like I said, the, the I'm not going to blame Sir. I'm going to blame quantum. No, no, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, the quantum computer that they made it certain. God damn it! In four years, <laughs> but yeah, no. And, and the downside of, of trying to actually figure out a start point, if you're dealing in in the idea of everything is happening all at once, how do you pick that point out? You know what I mean? It, it's like here we are in in the present, 
we're feeling effects of this. They were feeling them 300 years ago. I have to assume that somewhere in the future they're feeling them. Where did it start? Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to pick that spot. But it's, that's it. You know what, everybody? Everybody, if you're legal drinking age, everybody start drinking because you have the best ideas when you start drinking. That's <laughs> not the worst idea. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Idea. Because there has to be a next, something has to be, yeah. there has to be some reason that's causing these times. Of, because if we look at, let's say, time is linear, which is what we're lead, led to believe, and that's how we right, see time. Right. This would, with all these time slips and that, it would say, hey, something created to jumble this up like a pile of spaghetti. Yeah. So they're all intercrossing. And at certain times, certain noodles cross other noodles. And then yeah. that's where you get to see it if you happen to be where the noodles crossed. Because I would explain the reports of giant eight-foot-wide spiders, dinosaurs, yeah. everything, pterodactyls at Yellowstone. Yeah. It Flying would explain around. that there's something in the future that causes this inter- intermingling. Right. Something is uh, setting it off uh, all wonky on us. Uh, wonky. Wonky. But, yeah, I... Trademark. <laughs> wonky. Wonky donkey. Oh, but, no, yeah, can't no, do that. That's already done. The wonky donkey. Damn it, DreamWorks owns that. We can no longer say the word donkey. Certainly not as donkey. Donkey. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, it's a it's a weird mind-boggling proposition to, to try to figure out what would be causing it. I mean, it's it, nature itself, like, like I know everybody says, well, <coughs> there's chaos in nature, but most of the time even the chaos in nature has a pattern. And there, there is a reason for the things they do. Yep. Uh, something like this is very much an imbalance, I would say, of, of the natural order of things, which means something has to cause it. Uh, like, like looking at, at a lake... You're not just all of a sudden going to have ripples. Something caused those ripples. You know what I mean? No, it's, I don't uh, know what you mean, Marty. No, Please no, explain. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, Doc. You know, I mean, and 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 in our linear timelines, it, if it is all natural, it should be a smooth running thing. Uh, there should not be hiccups of, you know, the 1600s hopping into modern era and vice versa. But yet we seem to have countless stories of things from other times popping up where they shouldn't be. Uh, something is causing those ripples. Maybe that's what UFOs are. They could be. They could be from our future. Because you know, I'm so, not against that idea. This episode's going to go way overboard and way out there. Hey, right, folks, right. sorry. I just saw this. I've been had a couple one two one two it, cocktails. It's down about twenty ounces. I'm more than that. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's, but I'm just saying, what what now? UFOs. Remember back when they first started, they were like uh, this shape, and now yeah. they went to round. What if a different timelines come in? Speaking of UFOs, I'm going to tell you something off air. I just got remember something. Oh, okay. So, no, but I would have to say there's some future event that caused all these timelines to get jumbled up. Right. Or, a, or at least allowed us to see past and future events. Or right. Mostly past, not very many future events. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It, I don't know either. It, like I said, to, to me, it, it makes sense that there is something that is causing those. And unfortunately, it's not something that is really looked into. So it's not even like we can have a comprehensive timeline of like, oh, they've gotten more frequent as time goes by. There's, it's completely the stories random. are all over the place. All over the world and all over time. 
But there is probably a pattern if you really, is. if someone took the time and been like Charlie right. on Sunny from Philadelphia, I almost was half tempted this week to after <laughs> after studying this stuff, I was half tempted uh, to put a big buy a board, put it on the wall, get rid of the maps, put them right. warm, and start going to hog shit to put up the crazy Charlie wall. I was going to, I was dead serious. I'm like, yeah, but they didn't have a big enough whiteboard to put it on the wall. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you you put that up, you shave everything off. Yeah. Your wife comes home and here's the conspiracy board on a wall. You have no more facial hair. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave again. Yep. So my wife would have been like, uh, that's not good. <laughs> what the fuck happened here? I had Marty over and we talked about time slips and it just snowballed. <laughs> it's up here, see? It starts here and it goes there and it goes there. Ah. You have a nexus point. Where and my wife, you? the first thing my wife would ask me, where did you get yarn from? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> We don't have any yarn in the house. <laughs> you didn't until the time slipped. But now yeah, there's a bunch of my short. grandma's old yarn. Here we go. No, no, but that's my opinion. I might think time slips is caused by something that happened in the future, like the first. I'm not sure, but something in our future is causing these time slips. Right. Because I have the belief that time is linear. I just do personally. Right. I could be wrong, which I probably am, but I believe time is linear. Okay. Because if not, I would hate to poop three times a day and only poop once. Aww, that's sad. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I know. I, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a fun little. It is fun to go down. Like I said, even if you just start digging into some of the fiction that is around these same concepts, it, there's hours of reading and watching of just shows that cover you know little bits of this. This is collected of forty some years of watching stupid shit. And going, you know, maybe they're not all wrong when they came up with this show. You know, because it's like, that yeah, makes sense, man. Here's, here's stories that kind of back that idea up. Yeah. Like, real stories that are backing this idea up. Especially the Swiss watch. Yeah, China. that one is, is really... That's not the first one. There's other ones no, out there, too, like lots. Out of Place we've talked about. Or yep. Go look yep. at our back catalogs about Out of Place artifacts. Yeah, and it's... it's yeah, like, like I said, going through some of this, I was like... Perhaps this is what it is. Maybe it wasn't a an older civilization, but it's people that have gotten lost, and this is just their stuff that's left over. I mean, it's you didn't have a pawn shop for your family to sell your shit. It just ended up wherever you died. I mean, it's, you know, in the past, maybe that's how these things got here. Yeah. I mean, it's just as good an explanation as anything else. Yeah. So is that about all we got for the folks tonight? I think so, man. Yeah, that should be. Pre- I think that's all I've got. That's all I got too. I, I, mean, I could ramble on for way longer. Oh yeah, we're not going to ramble. We're not ramblers, for, dude. Our podcast is not about rambling. We're not. Rambling, we're straight man. to the point. And like you said, at the top of the hour, they're at the bottom of the hour. Let's finish us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, folks. All right, those singles. Fuck normal. And bye. <laughs> Analogy. 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 Analogy.
是的。